Yeah! Ah! 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 Your hands? That's like a baby's toy. I'm totally Batman. Oh man! Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Shh. Communing with the Earth spirits. Welcome to California, bud. Kawabunga. The world of magic. And after that, I just sort of space out for about a minute. If you don't think there's hope for the world, why bother going on? You haven't seen the world, so you don't know. You keep going for family. I'm not family. No. You're cargo. Why are you so important? Somewhere out west. They're working on a cure. I think what really impressed them was the fact that I didn't turn into a monster. If she so much as twitches, <laughs> don't. <clears throat> okay. If I'm taking you with me, you do what I say when I say it. You got any advice on the best way west? Yeah, go east. You come this far, then you know what's out there. You're not gonna scare us. You scared him. You have a greater purpose than any of us could have ever imagined. Be careful who you put your faith in. be her father, but you were someone's. You trust me? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secondary Heroes Podcast. This week, we're talking about the new HBO show, The Last of Us, episodes one through five. We're catching up around mid-season, so then we can talk about it week by week. But in the meantime, we got to catch up. This is your host, Trevor, and joining me as usual is... Hey, guys, this is Prague. And this is Alexander Wolfgang. I just learned something new that we're going to start doing this week by week. I love the idea, by the way. Mm. Mm. Which... Hot show. We had to binge, or at least I had to binge this show to catch up with you guys. You guys were pretty much caught up with the show. Oh, no, I was catching up. Just I was going to wait to watch this in March. <laughs> okay. okay. But here we oh, are. Man, but here we are. The show and, blew up and we decided to talk about it. And you know what? I feel like we're better off now for watching it. Right. We are better yes. humans. Walking Dead reboot. Love this. Now, where do we start? 
Well, how we always start when we do these things, right? We always start off with our spoiler-free review, just kind of give our feel for it if it's worth your time, and then we spoil everything. Yeah. All of it. Prog we got to find out our fun guy takes of what this show is going. There it is. Our fun guy takes. You know, I wasn't going to do that because that was kind of like <laughs> low-hanging fruit, but you did it. And I, I Those are the it. best kinds of fruit. I'm not going to climb up the tree. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Oh, someone's as lazy as the rest of us. Indeed. <laughs> as the last of us. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Well, who wants to go first then? Cuz we've got we've got 5 episodes to go through, so we better we might as well um, there's a lot to kind of get on. I think you can form an opinion through 5 episodes cuz with any show it comes down to how will it stick the landing, but I think through 5 episodes we can form a pretty good opinion. Right. No, oh, I'm, I, I guess I can go first because I did actually watch this week to week. Um, so I think my opinion might be different than yours because of that, because there's like all that anticipation that builds up in, in between episodes. There's a lot of talk and discussion and hype. So maybe I don't know. Um, I, I, my spoiler free review is I think that obviously this is probably the best um, video game adaptation I have seen. Um, well done. Right. Um, I. I really like this show. I think that the strongest points of this show is the storytelling. I think this is some of the best storytelling I've seen on TV in a long time. Um, and part of me, and like you mentioned just a minute ago, the walking dead, I had that in the back of my head the whole time I was watching the show because I had watched almost the entirety of that, that series. Um, so every time I watch a show like this, I'm always think, trying to compare it to The Walking Dead. Um, so there are some things about this show that are reminiscent, unfortunately, of The Walking Dead. But there are many things that I think that this show does far, far better than The Walking Dead. Um, but to me, this feels a lot like The Walking Dead Season 1, which was uh, directed by Frank Darabont, and I thought was kind of the, the best of all the seasons, really. Because um, there's all that character development and storytelling, um, which we see here. So... Um, I, I don't know. I'm really impressed by this show. Um, it took me, I think, a second viewing of the first episode to really enjoy it as much, I think, as other people were enjoying it. Um, but I still really appreciate what they're doing. And there's a lot of great acting in this show, which I think is another aspect of the show that I really enjoy. Do I think it's worth your time? Absolutely. Um, it's it's hot right now, so it'd be fun. I mean, it's not like it's a dredge. I, at least I don't think so. Watching it week to week. I don't think it's a dredge to to watch. So. Really enjoy it. Nice. Thumbs up. Oh, ooh, adding a little thumbs up in there. Yes. Well, so you guys, did you guys play the game? I did play the game. And I did not. You did not. I know, I know the major story points, the major plot points from the game because it's been spoiled in pop culture. So I kind of know some of the things that have happened. Not everything, but some of the things. Okay. That's it. I don't really know much else. Just as bare bones. So myself, I never played the game. So I had nothing to base this off of. I know that there was based on a video game and watching the show, you can see where there was video game moments. Like I was like, yes. I could see this scene being in the video game. I could see right. the movements, what you're going to have to do in a video game for this scene or X, Y, Z. Now, I have a different view of this show being a father of a two-year-old. I think that being a parent 
it changes the way you look at the show a little bit. I felt like it was, it was kind of a hard show to watch because they mm-hmm. really don't hold back and they show a lot that I'm not used to seeing on shows like this mm-hmm. really even walking dead tried to touch on certain things and i don't want to get too much into spoilers but i'm just saying just in general like there's there's certain things that are hard to tough see. to watch tough sure to watch but like you said the storytelling was it or is just top notch with this show it, and we'll definitely get into it but I mean, some of the, I know that I was joking around during the pre-show, but, or pre-show. Know you? Mm. (laughs) I was joking around saying that it was one of the best love stories I had ever seen. And I mean, it definitely holds up. There's definitely a love story that we'll get to that. I still almost think it might be one of the better ones I think I've ever seen. It is that good. Anyways. Um, for me, it's a it's definitely a watch. It's definitely something that I look forward to. Uh, yeah, and I took some notes too, so that's different. <laughs> I mean, right. I'm not going to come and say, "Oh, this is." I'm not going to contradict you guys at all because that would just be fake. <laughs> so the <laughs> show is outstanding. It's they having played the video game. I will admit that I don't remember the game came out in 2013, and that's when I played it. A lot has happened in those 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) So I I don't remember the full, like I remember the overarching narrative, but I don't remember the details, but it is fun when you do see particular scenes. It's like that cut scene, I've seen it from the game and they're just reenacting it live action. That's really neat. Or you see like a certain setting. It's like, I know that setting. I died a whole bunch during that setting. Right. (laughs) Got burned into my memory. And there's fun little homages to the game throughout, but whether you've played the game or not, it, it's irrelevant. What like it's right. great as a source material for them to use something because mm-hmm. the creators of the game really took their due diligence to make this as really sounding as possible. Because creating a, a zombie apocalypse is tough. That it's really tough to actually create it and scientifically make sense. This has fun with scientific facts, <laughs> but. <laughs> I do like that they at least tried to base it in some kind of this is, exists in some ecological system and they go out of their ways to prove that at the start of one and two. But I think the biggest takeaway for the show, to Brog's point, is the acting storytelling as well as the pacing. It yeah, feels like pace, the time flies say. by. We watch shows yeah. that it's tough to get through or there's these slow mm-hmm. parts. You're just like, oh, and there's going to be these uneven parts. And this show does a really good job where we get the clickers and it's really tense sequences. But then when they're not on screen, it's not like, oh, we got to wait and it's slow time until we get there. Because then it goes into any kind of these apocalypse sequences where it's the people. People are always the biggest threat. It's not whatever is the zombie or the apocalypse or the monsters. It's always how people interact with one another when everything goes to hell. And that's... We're the monsters. <laughs> the best part of this show. And that's the sequences in between that really make it stand out. So... Hopefully you are watching the show already. If not, catch up on all episode five episodes and it's going to be really fun on Mondays or even Sunday nights to talk with people as the show comes out, as it goes through nine episodes. Absolutely. Indeed. Wow. Yeah. And like you said, I love that you said it's hard to make a good zombie apocalypse 
show or movie nowadays because the way that we know it at this point, we've had almost two decades of zombie apocalypse movies where it's kind of it kind of got beat to death for a while where we were just like I'm kind of done with zombie movies at this point and now it's almost like a resurgence of it all mm-hmm. I mean it granted in a totally different way that I would have never even expected so pretty cool stuff anyways let's get into some socials make sure to check Ooh. us out over on Facebook Instagram Twitter and YouTube. Ooh. Make sure to go over there, like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff, man, because uh, we just hosted a giveaway recently, and I gotta send out the giveaway. The The person who won did get back to me. So, nice. excellent job there. I didn't want to name any names, just in case they didn't want to be named online, but we got another giveaway coming up very, very soon. I have more stuff that I want to send out. Uh, anyways, uh, whenever you're over on YouTube, like and subscribe. If to enter into any of our giveaways, go to iTunes. Is iTunes still a thing? Apple Podcasts. That's what it is. Apple Podcasts. Log into your Apple Podcasts. Listen to us because, I mean, how else are you listening? Good Lord. Is there any other way? Um, <laughs> go on to Apple Podcasts and make sure to leave a five-star review. Actually, just leave a review as well. That's how you're going to be entered into these giveaways. You can in, you can pretty much leave a review at any time, and it doesn't matter when you are going to be entered. So hopefully you're already subscribed and doing all that stuff. Just remember all this stuff. It's free for you. Priceless to us. Beautiful. Awesome. Let's get into this. Spooky, yeah, so- spooky spoilers. The b- if you do follow us on social, it will help you keep up to tabs with us talking about episodes six, seven, eight, and nine. So that's going to be fun week by week. <laughs> There's Bill in the bunker down there. What's he doing? Ah! He's on us. See, if you're watching on YouTube, this looks great. Oh, yeah. It's fun time. <laughs> right. that, that's, that's a description. <laughs> okay, please. Woo! All right, so Let's now we're going to spoil this stuff, baby. Yeah, so if you have not seen the first any of the first five episodes, we're going to jump around all five of them. So if you've seen like one through four, we're probably going to spoil five as well. So just keep that in mind. We're spoiling all of it. This isn't part-time spoiling. Full-time no, spoils. Part-time spoiling here. <laughs> Bill and Frank definitely do die. So does oh. Sam and Henry. So Sam oh. and Tess. There you go. All the spoilers out right away. <laughs> Sam and Henry. Bam, bam, Who bam. are they? Oh, did you Uh-oh. not watch episode five, <laughs> Alex? Oh yes. Okay, Sam and Henry. They were he just such little know people's life. names, dude. I don't, I don't know people's names, but now I remember who they are. Honestly, man, it, talk about full-on side quest episode five. Oh, let's go through Kansas City to do this side quest. Anyways, it's part of the game. It's part of the storytelling, Alex. I know. I Endure know. and survive. And it's good. Endure, Endure and survive. survive. Aren't those like the same thing? Yeah, exactly. Redundancies. By the way, oh. Pedro Pascal's line delivery sometimes is just so darn good. I've never heard anyone quite do it like him. It's pretty fantastic. How do you mean? Very dry humor. Just very dry. Okay. Just the way he talks. If you listen to like how he pronounces things, um, probably because it's not his native accent, it's just it's fantastic. I really enjoy it. Well, he's supposed to be a Texan, right? It's supposed to be right. Yeah, 
good old boy Texans. It doesn't always sound Texan though. His, <laughs> no, his voice changes it. to having some like Southern Texas flair, and then sometimes he'll sound just like the Mandalorian, like beat yep. for beat. Yep. <laughs> yep. And he's like, what? What's happening? <laughs> oh, wait, so that's not the show. <laughs> I I alluded to this in the uh, spoiler free, but I'm gonna jump back into it because this this was pretty much what made this show hard for me to watch is they show a lot of children death in this show and to me i'm not used to seeing kids dying and as a dad now horror film sir oh my god no no if if it has i i have such a hard time great scene for the baseball boy that's good stuff that's good horror i here's the thing okay walking dead they they did oh i'm losing internet aren't i anyways it's the a- walking dead the only time that i really saw like a child death they didn't even it was the chi- the kid was already a zombie so it was like okay that the kid's already a zombie i understand what they've got to do at that point you had to look at the flowers scene i don't know if they actually but, showed that though like that was off screen anyways. but on this show and granted, it's all about the writing with this. They make you fall in love with with every Pedro character. Pascal's kid. Every character. Every, oh, every character. character. Oh my god, every character. It's like you have I mean, five seconds of screen the... time. Like, oh my god, I love this character now. What is happening? Yes. But I, except yeah. for the main girl, I, I, I'll get into that later. I'm not Uh-oh. a huge fan of her. Uh-oh. But anyways, but like uh, the first episode is Practically the first 25 to 30 minutes is all about this little girl, all about Mm -hmm. this. What? She's 12 or 13 years old and you fall in love with her. She's such a sweet little girl. She's doing things for her dad. You know, she and then you see the fear in her eyes and you see the fear wash over her like, oh, my God, I what is happening? How are we going to get out of this? And then you see her die unbelievable man like i crazy opening i was like i was actually gonna text you guys and be like f off you two i'm not watching this show <laughs> because I'm glad you stuck around not even not even after right after that almost instantly after that they kill another little another kid, kid. <laughs> uh, and i'm like two kids in 45 yeah. minutes you're yeah. just murdering children it I, yeah. I i had a really tough time with the first episode it's a tough one. To Kathleen's point, kids die. Kids die all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hated her too. I hated her. Kids die. I, I her line delivery there was hilarious. Like she, the woman who played <laughs> Kathleen was her name. Yeah, I. That's Mel- Melanie Linsky. She's fantastic. I thought that she was a terrible choice for that. I thought it was like, great. She's like, she's like a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> Yeah, all I could see was what is it? Um, the two and a half uh, men. That's the only thing I've ever seen mm. her in. So all I'm imagining is that it's character. her from that. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, sorry. I that was right. a little tangent for you guys. No, no. What's really good though about that open is a that part of the video game is what gets you hooked, where you have to get out of Texas the day that it happens. And having the plane crash in the background, like they depicted it so well in live action. Like it's one thing to animate it in a video game to be able to then Mm. have it relatively realistic with all people just scrambling around trying to drive through them. And you have the military there and 
the plane crashed in the background. It's just really, really well shot and well done. That was a great scene. Very intense scene too, like really well. Very done, intense. I yeah, um, I mean, it all starts the at the very beginning though. I put a mark in my notes. The old lady, where she's blurred out in the background. Oh yeah, and oh, you the... see her. I was like, that is just so good. <laughs> it's oh my, just oh my god, such good cinematography. That was great. Yeah, the fact that they blurred her out made it more creepy. Uh, had yes, she been so in much focus, it would not be creepy at all. Yeah, you're kind of like, what the hell? What's going on? What what? And she probably had the, the tendrils coming out of her mouth at that point. We just couldn't see them because they're blurred, possibly. Yeah. I just, I had a really tough time believing that even with being fungally in <laughs> whatever uh-huh. she is, she's infected, that yeah. she would still be able to get up and sprint across the yard. Well, I'm go... sure if the, if the fungus has kind of infiltrated your neurosystem, it would correct everything that was the matter with her it must not only that it must do that yeah it's also i feel if it's a pain thing as well if the Mm. fungus impacts your nervous center to not feel pain i feel like you'd be more capable no matter who you were right they're running into things extreme pain then you could do a lot more pain is a very hesitancy to a lot of things that we do in life Right, but if you've been stuck to a wheelchair for the last 30 years, let's say. I mean, you could argue there'd be atrophy for all the limbs. Right. <laughs> right. That's where I'm getting at is I'm doubting that this elderly 90-year-old woman is going to get up and start sprinting around. Her muscles are probably like spaghetti strings. But it's fun. Okay. Yes, really it care. is it's fun. I know. <laughs> like, I just don't care. No, I mean, like the very opening <laughs> itself. <laughs> just where the scientist is in 1968 and he references the ant, which hopefully Love people have that. seen that episode of planet earth where they show it in visceral it's detail. Great. That yeah. part is really sad. Actually planet earth itself is just sad. That's one it of is. the saddest shows there is. I, I don't care what anybody says, <laughs> but uh, that ant maybe. reference, it's really interesting where it beats around the idea that, Hey guys, you know how we just went through a pandemic Imagine a pandemic where you couldn't cure it because we don't have any way to fight fungus versus a viral or bacterial infection. It's just a really fun way to position the audience to wrap your mind around what we just went through, but think of a way that there's no real fix on the horizon. It's it's a leap to act like that this type of thing could happen as quickly as it does. That's that's the biggest thing, that it happens in 24 hours. If there was some type of thing that was in the baked goods supply, if it would have to be unbaked for it to survive because even if it can survive in the human body, you know, it usually dies at 94 degrees. It's evolved due to climate change, so now it can handle the human body temperature at 98.6. It's not going to be handling being in the oven at 350 or 400 degrees to be baked into a loaf of bread or any kind of thing. So it would have to be unprocessed flour. So it would be really tough for it to happen all at once. It would. That's true. Yeah. But also it's worth noting that the reason ants are infected is because ants don't need the immune system that humans do because there's not as many things to get infected. Hmm. People like to take the human body for granted, but it's a very, very intricate contraption with a lot of parts to potentially get infected. And our skin, even though people are like, oh, you know, you just get shot or stabbed, it's skin's not that tough. Think of all of the things your skin keeps out. Ants don't have those protections. When that fungus reaches its skin, it pretty much just goes through its bloodstream. 
Yeah. So we're not <laughs> oh, ants, <wow>. okay? <laughs> and so we're good. We're good. Don't don't, don't take human ba- body for granted, okay? <laughs> gracious, I yeah. don't. That's why I call it a temple. <laughs> this temple. <sighs> but that, that's a fun start for the audience. It's a really fun start for the audience. And the main distinction between the game is they set this show in 2023. The game is actually set in 2033. So this, they wanted to specifically make that this could happen tomorrow, not Wait, no, some no, future no. sci-fi apocalypse. The game, that, or not the okay, it's the game, but the show starts in 2003, and no, it's in the, 2013. Yeah. yeah. No, it's 2023. It's 20 years later. 20 yeah, years later? Mod- yeah, they day. start in 2003, and oh they make God. it Did you not see the title card that said 20 years later? You're probably crying. I don't. You, no, what <laughs> I was probably still crying, because all of a sudden, there's another child that I'm going to be yep. deathly worried about that's going to get murdered in the next five minutes. Um, I actually wrote in my notes, I'd rather this happen in 2003, because 2003 me... I feel would have a much easier time handling all this stuff being like Mm. straight out of high school and like, okay, oh, well, zombie apocalypse, bummer on me. Now I have, yeah, now I've got people that I have to look out for. I have people that I have to care for and protect. That sounds very much like episode three. Yes. Yes. That's what changes the apocalypse. (laughs) My lovers. Yeah. Lover. Bill and Frank. Lover. Oh boy! Oh, twenty Bill years later Frank. is interesting. Just that. No, I know. Joel I know is now fifty-six <laughs> because we do know that his birthday is the day that this all goes That's haywire, right. and he was turned thirty-six, <clears throat> so he's fifty-six. But it also means that Ellie was born after this started, and it's really interesting to have a character completely developed in the apocalypse. Oh, I love that! I love <clears throat> the whole scene of her getting in the truck and like. She's like, it feels like I'm in a spaceship, and it's like a Toyota Tundra. <laughs> what was that a Chevy? What was it? He's what do you say? Call it? I don't even know. Is what he said, but well, it looked like it was from two. Well, 2003. It looked like something that kids in old. high school drove around. But yeah, exactly. and then the seatbelt. Hey, put on your seatbelt. And she's like looking at him like, what? What, what, what are you talking, talking about, what is that? Like, dude? I <laughs> what are you grabbing? <laughs> I loved it. I thought that was so clever and fun. So, Trevor, are you thinking that she probably wouldn't have, wouldn't be developed the way she would be in an apocalypse as an apocalypse? No, I I just think it's, and a really, like, we don't usually get that type of character development for someone who's born after the apocalypse. Okay, I got you. Just in apocalypse-based things. It's always what I missed out on, or, oh, comparing it to Mm. this. There's always a point to compare it to that she doesn't have a comparison point. That's true. I'm thinking Judith Grimes is probably the only other character I can think of in pop culture that would have been born after an apocalypse. Um, And she was done well too, I think. Um, Yeah. So I I, I like Ellie. Her character development, I thought was uh, pretty good. It took 47 minutes to meet her in the first episode, which I I thought was really interesting. (laughs) I had to make note of how long they were going to take to introduce one of the main characters. I mean, that's almost the end of a regular episode, but this episode, the first episode was quite long. It was like an hour and a half, I believe. So a little bit longer than a normal episode of television. Which makes sense since you had that big opening scene, like half an hour long pre-scene prologue, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's the hook. It got me. Got us all. Got us all, man. Do you think there would be that many bodies to burn 20 years later? Like, when we first meet Joel 20 years later, they're just 
all kinds of bodies they're burning. I don't know if yeah, you're getting 50 people healing. a day to burn. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, unless people question. on the inside are getting... Infected? The people, the people who, well, not even infected. I mean, people are going to be dying every day. People are going to be still well, getting just because you're every living day. in an apocalypse, right? True. And you want to make sure those bodies are burned, not yeah, buried. They, so I come mean, back up the earth. <laughs> like, I mean, think about every city, every hospital in every city that probably have a good hundred people die. That's a day, true. You got to think so. about how many people are out there that probably were just dead and maybe not taken over too. I don't know. Right. It's a good point to bring up, though. I'm not too sure. 20 years is a long time. It is a long time. I got a, I got a buddy who... Hey, Brent Brown, if you're out there listening, this one's for you. He, He's always telling me. He's a doctor. He's always telling me that he works in, like, the ER. And he's like, oh, had a patient almost die on me today. It's like, damn, dude. Wow. And he's keeping people alive every day. It's amazing. So... Shout yeah, out to dude. doctors. Doctors? My stepmom's a doctor, and yeah, she's seen some stuff. It's wild, man. He tell he's got story. I mean, I don't know how much I can say, but let's well, not then. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. But no, it's just wild. But um, I do have a couple notes that I wanted to just kind of go like in episode two. Sure. They mm-hmm. ask, they ask someone uh, what we should do about the spread, and in my head, I was expecting someone to just say, "Pray," but no, they said, "Bomb." bomb the city and i'm like wow yep. that, was, that was great Whoa! one word like, bomb <laughs> the guy's just... face is great too he's like oh my god i, I do <laughs> like going to jakarta guy. too because they referenced jakarta in the first uh, episode yeah like just briefly right in that that radio yeah there's like where's jakarta <laughs> that was great i like how every episode kind of does that like every episode has stuff from the previous episode that they mentioned it's like something will be mentioned you kind of like either half pay attention to or even forget about it but then it gets brought up later and expanded upon so i thought that was really neat that happens almost every episode so much appreciated there storytelling wise oh for sure yeah i also Um, liked the throwaway line where they say if you've been in a rebellion for 20 years it's not a rebellion and i was like in Star Wars, it takes them a lot longer than 20 years. If they would have just gave up, they would have never even had Luke have any oh, relevancy at all. <laughs> it's been too long. Done. Well, let, let him keep going. I guess that's not too bad. So, I mean, it looks like now, a moon. That's nice. That's kind of interesting. And I want to say it was episode five uh, that the rebellion yeah. takes over the Fedra. Right. Fedra mm-hmm. is kind of yeah. the. Yeah, in Kansas City, Fedra is kind of the government in a way, trying to, I guess, take care of people. And then the rebellion takes over. And I mean, that was horrifying. Well, they're just as bad. Like that. They are just as bad. So, so in turn, is the rebellion in Star Wars still? I mean, they're they're just as bad, right? Watch Andor. Maybe I'll have to watch Andor. <laughs> I mean, even without watching Andor, you see that people hate the new trilogy, but Force Awakens shows that nothing really changed. They changed yeah, yeah, the actually. who, but the what was exactly the same. Because Rebellion's yeah. only plan to overthrow. They don't have a follow-up. Now what? <laughs> yeah. 
Everything's yeah. all apart. Oh, <laughs> all poop. Okay. Anyways, we're not talking Star Wars. We always derail with stuff like but that. No, Star it, Wars. it does tie into Episode Five because they threw them over over Fedra like three, five days ago or something, and they're like, "Oh, Fedra pushed all the infected underground," and they didn't think that, "Hey, maybe this is an issue we should probably take care of." And yeah, there's like, oh, we're just going to forget about it, right? That's their downfall. Up. It's literally yeah. their downfall because, and it didn't take long. Yeah. She said, don't, don't worry about it right now. It's not her we number one priority. we got more important things to do. Not with. her number one priority. The yeah. number one priority was <sighs> this kid. Was this, I mean, he was, what, 18, 18 years old. Maybe? Yeah. He was 18, maybe. With an even younger kid with him, an eight-year-old. Oh, my God, that kid was cute, man. And I knew it right once I saw that kid. I'm sitting there going, not like, he's too kid. cute. He's going to die. All not right. another kid, man. Don't do, <laughs> yeah. it. Don't do it. Don't kill another kid, man. Don't do it. Yeah. I had such hope when the girl slices her hand and says, my blood is medicine. Oh, I'm like, that's not how this works. I was like, I, I guess this is believable. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> I'm like I I that was nice to Belly sure to uh, hope it offer works. that. Oh god. And then he's like, "Could you mm. just stay up with me?" And I'm like, "Oh, this is just like heartbreaking, man. Everything about this show is heartbreaking." Yes. Yes. So this, this show is designed to do that. I don't know if I'm super jaded or what it is, but I feel like <clears throat> heartbreaking is an interesting way cuz I know what the writers are aiming for. I mm-hmm. see, you know, the story you points. Can't see it, right? But I feel right. like within the apocalypse, I don't have the same tragedy just because it's situational decisions and choices that cause problems sure. that is extreme. I felt like when the Frank and Bill storyline, up until when they're very old, it's it's going through the motions. I was like, man, this episode was hyped up a lot. It's the last arc where he dies from a natural cause that it right. really hits home because a lot of sorrow and pain that you see in shows, you internalize it and that's what makes it real. You don't necessarily be like, random character that I met an hour ago, oh no. It's more like, what if that happened to somebody I loved? Or right. let me. what if I was in those shoes? And it's tougher to put yourself in those shoes when it's fungus, zombie biting your throat. And yeah. I, I get, they did a really good job. Like I definitely feel it, but I don't think I would feel it as much if it was the same exact scenario set in like present time under present conditions. Sure. Yeah, I agree. That. That's just me. I can see that. <laughs> and, no, I, 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 I agree with the whole aspect of like, I didn't, I don't think I was as emotional. Like I shouldn't say I wasn't emotionally attached to the characters. It was the deaths, like the deaths of the, of everyone except for Bill and Frank, I thought weren't as powerful because I think you're right. It felt like it was more like, what if it happened to me and my loved ones? Like, what would I do? How would I react? How would that feel? Like it was yeah, how more would I react kind of thing. Right. So it felt I, more powerful to me. I think that's why that, that episode hit home with a lot of people more than mm-hmm. the others. I can, so. I, okay. I can agree with that because yes, the little boy, the Sam dying because he got bit that understandable, but first episode 13 year old girl getting shot yeah. in the stomach. I, and then you have nothing you can do to help her. Like no, nothing. That is that's something that's happening right now outside of our doors, man. Like mm-hmm, people yep. are being shot every day. Kids are being shot every day, and it's a terrible thing that's happening right now. And I hate I hate it because I worry every day 
with my kid, I drop her off at daycare and I sit there and I worry about her all day long because oh. no, that's what it is. Right. And I asked my you can't mom, do anything. I, I talked to my mom about this too. I said, what it, does the worry, do you ever just like calm down for a little bit and just not like worry? The worry never leaves. My mom says that she still worries about me and my sister every day. Of course. I mean, that's the crazy thing. If apocalypse happened tomorrow, holy crap, man, I don't know what I would do. All I would have is a machete that's up in my bedroom, and that's what I'm going to use to fend off people. Right, and I think that this show answers that or asks that question at least, and sometimes answers it better than The Walking Dead, which is a show that I love. Like I love it in a different way, but like, I think this show handles that question better. It's more real. It's more like, hey, this, you right. know, what would you do? What would anyone do? It's pure chaos, man. It's pure chaos, and, and we don't realize that. really good, good decisions for the characters. For oh, Henry, why did you do this? Oh right. my my little younger brother like why'd you rat out everybody to Fedra? Well my right, younger brother deal, right? who's right. the only person in my family left, you know, we don't know what about any other extended family, but that's all he's got. He has leukemia. They have the only pills that help him. So I'm going to do anything in my power. And so that begs your question. Your last family member remaining, they need something your daughter. that right. Would you sacrifice everything would you go against your morals and does your morals even matter when there's chaos around like are what are you holding those morals for a bad guy for? thing right <laughs> yeah a bad are guy you, thing a, a bad guy thing yep that's a great line <laughs> oh it's, it's, good, it's true though it, it's good scenarios to put characters in to it's just gray area there's no right or wrong answer because right. we haven't no one's had to be in that kind of situation we haven't had a zombie apocalypse as horrible as things are, it's not that bad. <laughs> right, no. exactly. There's still 8 billion of us on the planet right now. So we're doing okay. Yes. Not everything's um, perfect. But. So at the end of episode two, Tess gets bit. And she knows right. that she needs to... Uh, she knows that she needs to almost make like Blow a blockaded. <laughs> Blow everything right. up. And with her inside as well to let Pedro Pascal and the little girl. what What's the little girl's name? Ellie? Joel and Ellie. Ellie. Joel and Ellie. Gotta let Joel and Ellie get away. <laughs> Too many characters. I, dude, there's... So we're met, we meet a new character every episode. Still, so. Joel and Ellie have been consistent in each episode. <gasps> uh, names. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, bud. That's how I introduce. Uh, hey, man. What's up? Yeah. Anyways, we know. so yeah. at the end of the episode, <laughs> this one, this one was, yeah. This one was, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, it's it's terrible to say because it's so gross. Um, she allows one of the zombies to get a kiss. give her a big old fungi kiss <laughs> in the mouth. I'm sitting there thinking, oh no no no. No, 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 no. She's got a handful of grenades. As that thing's slowly walking up to you, dude, shove a grenade in the mouth. Don't let that mouth... Even though you know you're going to die, you don't need to make out with this thing. Oh, God. Oh, such Just, a cool scene, though. Uh, and that was <laughs> Watching the, the tendrils go into the uh, mouth. Uh, 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 and part so of me thought nasty, like she man. was obviously overwhelmed and she was being overtaken by the fungus too. So her nervous system was probably shutting down 
would be my guess. Okay, okay, okay. That was my takeaway from that scene. Way better like, she explanation. Was constantly like, <laughs> what the hell? Uh, shout out to, to Anna Trove. She was great. Yes, I Tess. know. Way better explanation. Oh, God. But yeah, also I'm sitting to... there going, gross, 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 gross. That's another situation of... It's kind of like the Frankenville situation as well. Do you live... Do you just try to keep fighting? Or do you... You know, you don't want to be one of them. It's it's much bad, better to blow up, right? And sure. when do you decide to be like, this is time to give up. I've had enough. It's really that interesting. Was, that was actually going to be one of the questions I wanted to bring up to you guys. Was I wanted to know... Where would you guys be in this type of world? Would you want oh, to I'd be, be a dead. survivor? <laughs> no, I, I would have died on the first day. But no, you I, I have you no pre- doubt in my mind. Okay. <laughs> you would have preferred to be dead as well. I feel like that's a really tough question. It's kind of the Joel question of what are you fighting for? Because Joel has just been fighting for 20 years. Just go grind and his daughter's dead. His relationship with his brother is obviously destroyed. What is he going? What gets him up in the morning to keep going? It's really, it's a really tough question of, would you want to be a survivor in this world? Mm. You're living for living's sake? Right. You really are. At that for a point, lot, no. for most of these people. Because <laughs> there's I mean, really no hope that, oh, we're going to last long enough and we're going to find somebody who becomes immune to this thing. Like, that doesn't even cross your mind after 20 years. 20 years. Maybe in the first yeah. couple of weeks, you're like, oh, we're going to figure something out. We, we oh, have even Joel doesn't believe us. it. <laughs> right. It's right in front of him. He doesn't believe it for yeah. a while. It's like, yeah. this isn't real. <laughs> it's it tough to be like, like, I, I get the whole Bill and Frank, like, he had the whole Ron Swanson vibe where I'm a survivalist. I'm just Ron Swanson. I'm playing Ron Swanson. I am Ron Swanson. I'm just going to do all Ron Swanson stuff. And right. he could have done that for a long time. And his whole perception changes. But that's the thing. What if you do lose everyone right at the start like Joel does? Yeah, it's a different path, right? Almost two different paths in a way. In the beginning oh, yeah. for them. Hmm. Yeah, what will be the point then, huh? I don't know. It's tough it's to ask what is what the point. I pref- I for myself if I was in Joel's shoes I'm pretty sure I would be a okay with finding the first bullet to the brain there's there's no doubt in my I think mind. I, I think I would be too curious like in, I don't know I would be too scientifically curious to see what happens I think the other antithesis to that is just the amount of stress you're going to put on your body where you're eating, I don't know, scraps of beef jerky and old cans yeah. of stuff. And so your body's going to be super stressed. Like right now, if I don't drink enough water, I'm going to have a headache. I don't know how I'm going to laugh during <laughs> an apocalypse. But not only that, just the stress of constantly being in fear. You're in fear of these zombie things biting you. You're in fear of anyone who is left with you also they could be bitten at any time you're afraid of what your next meal is you're afraid of the people in power because we obviously see that they rape and pillage their entire things because they're not any type of special people they're just the people who are in power yeah so you're afraid yeah. constantly and that's they would just i don't know man there's no way i would want to stick around in there no way 
absolutely especially after 20 years and you're absolutely right so i i actually uh right before this show my wife and i were watching a show called um i think it's called alone uh it's where they take 10 survivalists they put them on in alaska and whoever's the last man standing wins half a million dollars now they're all spread apart so they're not even interacting with each other so they have to find their own food they have to build their own shelter they have to do all this stuff and within within 20 days they're on starvation level like if they're not catching fish or killing a deer or something they're on starvation level after 20 years of being in a place where you're having to share scraps there's no way you're going to be able to lift bodies to throw it onto a fire. Well, I mean, that's people... not quite true. They, 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 but... they were in the QZ, so they did have um, probably former, you know, military personnel, doctors. They have they have the society. It's not like they were in the middle of nowhere, so they wouldn't be starving. But do they? Here's the thing: it's not like the grocery stores are stocked up every week. I mean, Seems food like is. It. But how? How is the? I mean, is there a farm like? Probably. They don't. They don't show any of that type of stuff. And here's the thing: even if there was a farm, let's just say we're already afraid that the food was contaminated, and that's what started this whole thing. So what's how? How are we keeping the food from being contaminated? Anyway, for from further, blah blah blah, whatever. Never mind. I think they had 20 years to figure it out. I think they figured out how to rebuild at least somewhat of a society within these QZs. Zones. It's but there's also... so much corruption. There's so much corruption. How? But okay, yeah, never mind. That's just humanity. No, it's more of yeah. like, uh, how did Ron Swanson get all of his meat? How did he keep, like, was he keeping cows somewhere in his little compound? Well, and that's Maybe. another thing. If <laughs> are the deer, are the deer that they're hunting, like are are the rabbits? Did they not get infected? I don't understand. That's fair because the human body is going to be one of the toughest to infect, just because we have such a high internal body temperature that other animals don't. So you'd think it would infect because the fungus just wants to spread itself. It's not like oh, I'm targeting humans. That doesn't really care. It's true, and it really doesn't. The show doesn't show any other animal. Like I would it, expect, uh, it if does it does on show- season two, episode two. They show the what was it, the ducks and the frog, in the hotel hmm. lobby. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I'm sitting here thinking, what a great scene would it? Be? Oh, my internet. What a great scene! It, yeah, I know, I know. Um, what a great scene it would be if you if you they saw a deer and he's out hunting this deer, and then he just notices that there's big patches of like. Uh, fungus growing off right. of it and he has to put his bow down or or put his gun down because he's like well I can't eat that you know it would be interesting if they played that type of stuff up a little bit also rabbits and deer there's a parasite that infects them right now that causes them to grow various oh, yeah, that's right. things like that's the origin kind of the jackalope <laughs> so that's more parasite mm-hmm. rather than fungus but it's really weird that all the other animals are cool and clean and clear. Right. And everybody's so well fed. You think everybody'd be relatively gaunt though. I yeah, absolutely. That's that's my I think if it wasn't for watching that show alone, then I wouldn't I guess, have these though, thoughts. On the flip side, 
say there's 8 billion people on Earth and we have a food supply that does not give food equally around the globe as it should, but there is a lot of food. And if, say, 7 billion people died, maybe 7.5 billion people, maybe 7.9 billion people, I don't know how many people are left on the globe, but there might be a lot of food in compared to how many humans are left. If you count a 20-year-old can of Chef Boyardee as being a possible thing to eat, that could go a long ways. If you've watched any YouTube video where people <laughs> eat 20-year-old cans of anything, it's it never goes well. <laughs> oh, no. All these people must have extreme diarrhea <laughs> all the time. <laughs> like when the one guy shows up and he's like, oh, yeah, I haven't eaten for two days. And then he makes that whole deluxe steak dinner. That's going right through him. The, yeah, his no, body's like, what the hell Your is stomach's happening? not, can't handle that at all. <laughs> Here, let me play you a tune real quick. Okay. Sorry, Linda Ronstadt. Oh. The part of the apocalypse they don't talk about. Go into the bathroom. Anyways, you're right. Let's move on. <laughs> any uh, any favorite or least favorite moments for you guys in the show so far? Uh, for me. I, I'm going to just go for a full-on episode. Episode 3 was my favorite episode. Okay. I I liked it from start to finish. I enjoyed the characters. I fell in love with the characters. They made you... They sunk you into this relationship so heavily. And I, I want to say someone on Twitter posted, It's like Up for 50 minutes and i'm like oh the, i'm sorry it's like the Intro. beginning of up right. but for 50 minutes and i'm like oh no and when i read that i was like oh no this is going to be a tough watch for me I, I only I disagree with time. that comparison just because i feel like up is sadder because they don't speak there's something in i get that yeah there's also the realness of it like she loses her kid just she has a miscarriage or whatever. Like it's just right. growing old together in just sadness. Where like I don't think I don't think the having a good time around necessarily you. sad either. I think it's just a nice oh, no. portrait of life yeah, it, together. That's it, the thing. They, they, were able, they were able to have a full life within the apocalypse, which is quite right. remarkable. Yeah. I think that was the most beautiful thing about it. Mm -hmm. Outside of their walls, it's doom, gloom, and craziness. And here they are. They just want to make the boutique look nice pretty much and i'm like frank, frank does build oh my God. Yeah. Boutique. <laughs> but but you know what it helps him it helps him survive the apocalypse right. by doing stuff it, like it helps that. him give incentive to keep going because exactly it's that different it goes back to the idea where as a survivalist it's like i've been training for this my whole life i've prepared for this i have a bunker for this like i've already had the mindset to do this to be like all you other idiots I'm better than you. I know what I'm going to do, you know, and it's a different idea to, I don't really have anything to do. I'm just sitting around like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not used to just not doing anything and just sitting in the one place all the time. But for like an entire apocalypse going down, these two people found each other. Yeah. You know, they found love in an apocalypse, which was so beautiful. And Shout I out to Rihanna. So much. We found love in a hopeless place. Oh. 
That halftime show. Sorry. Sorry if I'm not gushing about that halftime show like everybody else. I enjoyed it. I don't know. (laughs) Under my umbrella, Ella, Ella. But so, so I do have a little bit of a funny story about the episode three. Okay. I watched that in bed. My wife had a friend over. She was having a little wine night. They, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go upstairs. I'll let you girls hang out. I go upstairs and I'm watching it on my phone. My wife comes upstairs. It's God intended. Like during, during the height of all of like, like the death of like where they start dying and stuff. And I'm Mm -hmm. just bawling my Mm -hmm. eyes out. I'm sitting there red face tears streaming don't come in don't face. come in the room she walks in no i was hoping she wouldn't see me right that's what I'm, I'm sitting yeah. there going <laughs> and she, she goes alex are you crying <laughs> <laughs> i said yes it's a show i had to i had to press pause and i had to put the phone down i'm like it's this show. I, it's hard to watch. This is so hard to watch. And she goes, okay, well, pull yourself together. Um, and so she goes back downstairs for like 20 more minutes. And she comes back upstairs to go to bed. And she crawls into bed. She goes, Alex, your face is all red. I'm like, I've been crying for the last hour because this show. <laughs> Oh my god, this damn show is making me cry. Because you probably even did this after, too, Alex. Dude, after the after the episode, I kept thinking about it and I kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And I, I just couldn't get like I couldn't get over the hump of it all because it was just mm-hmm. I love love. Okay. I love love. And seeing those and there was people, a realness so, to it. There was it was so real from start to finish. I just Episode three got me. It got me. So there we go. Okay, I know Good that job, I went last on a, of us. Yeah, a long rant on that one, but well, okay. the one part of that episode I didn't like is that literally Bill has it down on lock. When the Raiders come, he's got him good, and then Frank right. comes out, and it distracts him just long enough to get shot in the leg. I'm like, dude, just stay in the house. That was a weird moment. <laughs> I have to say. I'm like, why even call out his name? Just let him shoot. Yeah, he was he doing just fine. Yeah. And then he doesn't even die. It fades to black and nothing even yeah. comes. There's no negative consequence. Ten years later, other guys dying now. It's like, what is going on? I think they did that just to do the fake out for the people that oh, weren't totally. sure what was going to happen next. Like, oh, did it was just a weird Bill? setup. But that's the thing. When that happened, though, in, in my head, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, if that's it, then okay. We... we Whew, skating by. This is going to be easy for the rest of the show. Nope. Let's nope. get together. Let's get each other a wink and have gray hairs and make it so sad. Oh, make it oh. so sad. Yeah, Last no, the us. end of it's the part. No, the end of it's the part. Like him just getting shot by raiders, that doesn't really have the same sorrow nope. as. Sure. We're going to choose to Romeo yet, right? and. Yeah, we're going to Romeo and Juliet die together, but we're going to be fully well aware of killing each other rather than miscommunication killing each other. Exactly. I, I love the note. Don't come into the room. You are not going to like what you see. Yeah. Right to the point. But I did like the respect to leave the window open. 
that's oh, that's yeah, some totally. thinking that's some planning in advance <laughs> so thank you thank you very much so i guess they're not worried about animals because crows would have gone into there or squirrels and wolves would have crawled in there and ants probably ants, ants well, would have just well, cleaned ants. them up completely ants are all zombie it would have been a sight as he said yes it would have been a sight yes so glad to do sorry I, so I, go ahead sorry oh i was just gonna say one of my favorite parts though is the garden party and just all I wrote down in my notes was I missed that part of the game where you have that dialogue choice. Attend garden party. Attend garden just, party. <laughs> it'll be oh, such a distinct party. thing in the game. You're just like, you yes. have to go there and sit there with That's a gun the on the table. Yeah. It would have oh, been a great part it. of the game. They missed out. That's oh, well. Man. Maybe they'll do a remastered version of it someday. I wouldn't put that back in. I bet they are, actually. <laughs> well, so... If you stuck around after the credits, the I guess you don't fully meet the partner and and you and Frank is still alive and his partner is already dead at that point in the game. This is what they're telling me through the through this. I don't know. Oh, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so no, no. you don't actually meet the partner in the game. They don't the meet Frank are, at all. Right. right. So Frank. Yeah, they and, had a really bad falling out. That's, that's all you know, right? Yeah. That's all yeah. you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. You just meet so, Bill, and he provides you with the car, and he's super jaded and stubborn and hates the world. Gotcha. Okay, and that was the interesting thing is that they said we wanted to actually build on these characters, and if it didn't work, then then we would go with the story mode from the game over right. over this. I'm I'm really glad they went with this rather than going off of what the game was oh, sure. because I'm sure it would. Yeah, have, and they didn't just make yeah. a live action version of the game. Like the game told their story, but now to take the situation and the characters and make it for TV, it's actually made for TV. It's not just shot by shot. Oh, look, we made a live action version of the video game. And now right, it's just right. a walkthrough of that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I know that I derailed everything with my whole favorite part. Do, do you guys have a favorite part or worst part? Oh, I mean, I mean, I would say Bill and Frank is still going to be my favorite too. Um, especially the strawberry scene. That was such a fun, a fun scene. Oh my god! I know with all the spores in the air that they didn't even talk. I know, about. right? They never talked <laughs> like, about it. The big part about the game and the the show difference is the spores. Like yeah, in no the show, in it's all about ground. tendrils and biting and all that stuff. Right. In the video game, you have to wear a gas mask and everything. And they said the creators didn't want our actors to be behind gas masks during the show. Yeah, That's just That's not funny. good filming. And right. it's a smart idea. It's just it's a really interesting. It is weird, see right? When you see him in the air around. all the time. Like, <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Don't breathe that in. Um, so I would say, yeah, probably, probably that would be. My favorite. I don't know if I have a least favorite. Um, I know. I'm having a hard time figuring out what least favorite scene I've had so far. Uh, actually, no, I take it back. I yeah. I feel like any any scene with the woman from uh, Three and a Half Men, Two and a Half Men. I just, I didn't Are care you for her. Are on my girl? Yeah, dude. Oh, I, I really, I can't. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, she was, a bold not, choice. Be- I'll give she that. wasn't it's believable for me. I had a hard time believing that she was the leader of a, a of a rebellion. I don't know. I, I just had a hard time with her. I know. I've seen a lot of people online say that, that they want a uh, Linda Hamilton type of apocalyptic leader. If it's going to be a female and it's very, 
<clears throat> stereotypical, pigeonholed <laughs> idea of what would actually work in an apocalypse. But also, they then tried to explain it away in the fifth episode that her brother was super charismatic and was the leader. And okay. essentially, Henry is the one who gives him up and is gets killed. And so it kind of falls to her. But that That's right. feels like a cop out of what they tried to establish in episode four. A little bit. So there's a balance yeah, to that. <laughs> but no, I definitely have seen that. Oh, there's no way that that would... Who knows? You don't know. Well, Anyone it, to presume yeah. how it's going to turn out is an idiot. That's fool's errand. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, it was just it was just unbelievable for me. And I didn't realize that there was actually people out there saying this. I, I'm not... I like her in her comedic roles. I think the she's actress great. had to defend herself. That's that's all. Which oh, really? Sad. Oh, man. Well, now I feel bad. You know what? We're <laughs> no, cutting don't. that whole... I'm not cutting this scene out. No. Don't cut it. If you didn't like out. the character choice, that's that's fine. That's not like you right. hated or anything. But her right-hand man, that guy seemed like such a B.A., man. He was like... I don't know. There was something really cool about him. I was like, why couldn't he have been... Well, he's the soldier guy. He's not the leader guy. Like that's not his. He doesn't have any trait. plans. Yeah, he no, has the exactly. He's good with the gun. Tell me where to point and does. shoot. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me direction. Muscle. Yeah, I feel and like ball. definitely Bill and Frank is a headliner, but worth mentioning is Ellie finally getting Joel to laugh with the pun book, where she works on him yeah. over a few different episodes. But when he finally chuckles, that. Oh, that, that was, was pretty good. great just because of how much it means to their characters because she has the pun yeah. book in the game. And to right. that's the part they kind of took over to maintain the relationship. It was really good. It was a really good pun, too. I like that. <laughs> I, I, knew, I was, was like, as I'm watching it, I was like, probably loving these. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's all ones I've, I've, I've told before, so they weren't new to me. But I enjoyed them a lot. Which one I was... Thought- was the, the diarrhea one? runs in the family. Yeah, the run, oh, yeah, runs, runs in your in jeans. It runs in your jeans. It's like, that's so freaking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. That's what makes it funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Oh, that's funny. Uh, that's I like funny. I also like when he called when he actually figured out her pun about the scarecrow. Oh, I was standing in a field. Yeah, he was like, yeah, that's, he got it. And she's like, what have you <laughs> read this one. before? <laughs> old one. Uh, yeah, um, the guy who waited for the sun all night, then it dawned on him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one too. I like that. Um, but I did, I did enjoy their when Tess, Joel, and Ellie were leaving Fedra for the first time. Mm-hmm. It like that was the first time where I was like, "This is a video game. I can see this being played right now. I could see two buildings this... collapsed in together. That's a terrible, I... tough sequence because it's the one where you really are the first time you have to deal with it. Because the game, it's rather different. It lets the player choose how to play. You can choose to be stealth. Don't get the clicker's attention. You have to move really slow and get through this sequence. It's really tense." You can go guns blazing and try to shoot every single clicker and just get through, but that usually doesn't work because ammo is limited in the apocalypse, and the game actually takes that into account. You don't just have unlimited ammo. Right. And it's a fun choice because some levels, you've been sneaking and you died a few different times. You're like, screw it. And you're just (laughs) bumping every gun you have. (laughs) Frustration mode. (laughs) That's another thing about apocalypse movies is like, 
the limited ammo, the limited ammo that you have. And yeah. then gasoline only has like a shelf life of three years. So right. that, that always bothers me is like, Oh, well, we'll just siphon some gas from this car. That 20 year old gasoline. That's not going to do anything for you. No, he made I a point know. to say that. He's like, yeah, we're not going to last long. He's going to keep doing well, this, stopping, starting, stopping, starting. Well, yeah, of course. But like three years into 20. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I know. It's all just I have to dispend. But they do take the, the bullet stuff into account. You know, he keeps telling her not to fire the weapon. Use your, use yeah. your blade. And she did. Like She was shooting her weapon at the beginning of that, that in the last episode. And then she switched to her blade later. She's like, oh, yeah, say bullets. Use the blade. I did find it ironic that when they go to Kansas City and the road is blocked, the biggest thing that blocking it is a Sarah Lee truck, and they indicated that Sarah Lee was the brand that <gasps> had the fungus in it. Oh. And I just thought it was really sad. <laughs> so I was like, dang. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, <Sarah> wow. <laughs> well, and I hated uh. that like he looked under the truck and it was just clear road clear yep. road right behind there and it's like oh, it was obviously dude. a trap yep. they're trying to funnel people into the city okay i just Ugh. don't even know why though like what do you i don't understand the purpose right. that you have your little pocket in kansas city hey if there's Ooh, some no. straggler 20 right. years later let's get them like let's how many people I'll are coming through good. <laughs> that one no. guy joel came through oh. and killed our guy brian he just has bad luck so what happens when you're a video game character you have the worst luck Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> everything happens to you and then one last point just because we just saw episode five i felt like the end of it i feel like ellie should have told henry about sam i thought it was really like i would have been pissed yeah. if i found out that the last hours i could have spent with my little brother you knew and didn't tell me yeah like he didn't have time to think that instead he didn't kill anybody his whole life and then the one person he kills is his little brother that he sacrificed everything for it was a horrible juxtaposition. It's horribly ir- irony. And but I just wish Ellie would have told him. Do you think that Ellie honestly believed that her blood was medicine? That I it was so. going to... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is like She literally thought, nothing's going to happen to him. you. Yeah, I he can cure you. It would have been you. nice to tell the brother. Yeah. 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 So I can see but that. then, but if he if she told the brother, then uh, Joel would have found out, and Joel would have went in there and shot him. Yeah, I don't know. So, now, yeah, that it's such a that that's a tough. But I don't know. I I like the choice of of making because I heard that the kid wasn't deaf in the game, and they made that choice for the TV show, and it made it really effective in that scene because if you remember, the clickers can't or the clickers uh, hear but can't see. But he can see, but can't hear. So it's kind of the opposite of that. So she walks up on him, but he doesn't hear him. That's why he didn't turn around right away. Yeah. That was kind of a neat touch. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Oh. Oh, there you go. There's well, some, and it's not a perfect show, but I think it's an enjoyable, worthwhile show that I've really enjoyed. So absolutely. The, the stuff that works works well enough that anything that's kind of like nitpicky, I don't really care too much about, honestly. I know, and I mean, when we when we sit here and nitpick, it's it's for the smallest things. Right, like, it really is science and absurdity of a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you kind of have to check your brain that there's a zombie apocalypse at the start that somehow right 
all to happen in 24 hours. Like this might happen over the course of maybe two years, but 24 hours, everybody, boom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is everybody eating bread or Sara Lee products? Uncooked Sara Lee products. <laughs> They're just <laughs> eating, I, like drinking everybody. the flour down. <laughs> the, the plain, the plain, oh my, the the pilot sitting there just eating dough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going into the bag. What are you doing there, oh, buddy? Oh, my goodness. Wow. And we do want to shout out to the bloater just because that was an awesome sequence where he comes up and the dude shoots him and it doesn't matter at all. Yep. And then he rips his head out by the spinal column. It's just so great. good. <laughs> It was so good. That was a great moment. That it, oh. see that felt like another one of those like video game moments. Oh, it's a very video like, game it's, moment. It's a tough sure. video game thing to take down. <laughs> What's the um, Left for Dead? Have it you guys ever played Left for Dead? That's I how I I was like, oh, that's one of the tanks from Left for Dead. Exactly. Like, well, Left for Dead's yeah. one of the first ones that did classifications of zombies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved it as a game loved because you got to have man. those stronger zombies, the zombies that yeah. shoot stuff, the zombies that are big and that yeah. blow up. Right. Yeah. Left for Dead. If you classifications, that game still holds up. So if you have not played that game, please go out and buy it. You can buy it for like five dollars, maybe. Oh, easily. It's so, so good. It's so Turn it on fun for an hour or two if you're bored. It's great. Oh, totally. Oh, the and bridge also... scene. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shout out to the little girl clicker who is a contortionist and oh, goes yeah. through the back window to chase Ellie. Ooh. And then Kathleen has her whole speech about kids die all the time and fittingly a kid is the one that kills her. Yeah. Like it was a little bit too on the nose. It was a little tightly scripted. But it's like NFL could take clues on how to script something properly by watching Last of Us. But oh, wow. uh, it was a little bit too heavy handed, <laughs> but I still appreciated it. So not like the Super Bowl ending. I see. Yeah. Yes. You can have a good tight script, man. You uh, gotta keep the action and climax so people don't turn exactly. off right at the end. Yep. What oh, a good wow. hey guys, this was a <laughs> this was a good episode. Oh, wow. It's because we get to talk about something that's good. There you go. So yeah, everyone, but sometimes we have a trouble talking about good things. Good things are tougher. Yeah. It's not that's like why watching we got a nitpick. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let's watch Leprechaun in the Hood then. Let's go back. <laughs> back to the hood. Next back week. To the hood. No, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. <gasps> oh no. Oh no. Don't make us watch this. Don't make don't do it. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. To everyone listening, that's just one through five. We still got six, seven, eight, and nine to watch. So who knows what kind of clickers we're going to encounter. Are they going to make it to Wyoming? What's going to happen to Joel? Is Ellie actually a savior? Are we going to dive into Last of Us Part 2 of the video game? Who knows? <laughs> Is the story in the show going to completely dissect at some point? Does Joel fate change? I don't know. We'll have to watch to find out. But we'll be watching right along with you. And until then, we hope you enjoyed. And we'll talk to you next time. Prog out. Fade to black. Defend. <laughs>